for joining Simply Successful with Sadia Sindhu, and I am your host, Sadia Sindhu. This is my first podcast for the new 2022 year, and I couldn't think of a better topic than cryptocurrency. I'm finding more and more often the subject of crypto is coming up in conversation. So I thought, let's start the year with discussing crypto. What is crypto and when did it start? Cryptocurrency is a form of digital money. The original cryptocurrency was Bitcoin and it was built on something called blockchain technology. It was invented by an anonymous person around 2009. And this person invented both the blockchain technology and also the first cryptocurrency. Bitcoin. Since this time, many additional currencies have been created. The creator of Bitcoin seemed to have libertarian leanings and wanted to create a peer-to-peer value exchange system that was independent of any government or bank. Today, approximately after 12 years, the global Bitcoin market cap is close to $1 trillion. And the market cap for all cryptocurrencies is about $2 trillion. I segment cryptocurrency into three general categories. Private cryptocurrencies, collateralized stablecoins, and central bank digital currencies. So let's start with the first one. Private cryptocurrency. So Bitcoin is a private cryptocurrency. It is run by a network of developers and miners, and its value is a function of supply and demand. It isn't backed by anything. Other cryptocurrencies that fall into this specific category also include Litecoin, Dogecoin, Ripple, and some projects built on blockchain called Ethereum, which is powered by Ether tokens, the currency of Ethereum network, and also, but they also fall into this category. So we talked about private cryptocurrency. The next one is collateralized stablecoins. These are cryptocurrencies that are pegged to the value of some real world assets. So like I said before, the private cryptocurrency, they're not backed by anything, but the collateralized stablecoins actually may have, uh, actually have real world asset. So this could include commodities like gold or silver, bonds or flat currency. USDC and Tether are two widely known stablecoins. Stablecoins are widely used to settle trades on the cryptocurrency exchange, but many people believe that stablecoins will have a big role to play in the world of payments and smart contracts. The Biden administration recently put out a report with some recommendations to the Congress on how to approach regulation of stable coins. So we've discussed private cryptocurrency, collateralized stable coins, the last one, central bank digital currencies. Many of the world's central banks are working on digital 
dollar projects right now. And most recently, Bahamas actually went live with a project several months ago. These forms of digital money are backed by the central banks themselves, pegged to flat currency. If the U.S. issued a digital dollar, it would be managed by the Federal Reserve. What is the difference between this and a private collateralized stablecoin? A stablecoin like USDC is issued by a private entity, Circle. A central bank digital currency is issued by the central bank itself. So beyond pure digital money, some crypto technologies are being used to build securities-like capabilities. I talked about Ethereum earlier. Ethereum is a technology that can power something called applications on the blockchain called smart contracts. Ethereum is the key technology that powers something called decentralized finance. This is a very emerging space which has big implications for capital markets and banking business process and technology. The concept here is that you could build entire financial ecosystems without governments or banks, issue securities, etc. A number of blockchain projects have raised money through something called initial coin offerings or ICOs. Now you may say this sounds a lot like IPOs and I think the regulators at the SEC see it the same way. There is a lot of money being made in the decentralized finance right now but the regulators in the U.S. have expressed some concern due to a number of factors, including whether or not many ICOs are operating as unregistered securities. There's AML risks, consumer protection risks, potential systemic risks, and other factors. So why do we need to pay attention? As I mentioned, the global crypto market cap is currently around $2.2 trillion. It was closer to $3 trillion a few weeks ago. Private cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Litecoin are very volatile. But part of the reason the market cap has grown so much in recent years is because of institutional backing by, of these currencies. Some large corporates like... MicroStrategy and Tesla are holding Bitcoin on their balance sheets. Many large banks are starting to offer custody services for cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin as well. The cryptocurrency investor profile is very broad. It's young Gen Z people buying crypto on their Robinhood apps. It's their parents and corporates doing the same thing on Coinbase or via institutional focused custodians like Paxos or Nidig. The regulators are also paying more attention to the cryptocurrency space. And we should expect more clarity from regulatory authorities like the SEC and OCC 
on crypto asset treatment in the coming months and years. One thing is for sure, cryptocurrencies are here to stay. And it is important for people to become educated and how they work and how they are used and how they could be utilized in the future. I hope you found this valuable. This is Sadia Sindhu with Simply Successful. And you can also listen to my podcasts on Spotify um, by searching for Simply Successful with Sadia Sindhu. You can also listen to my podcasts on my website as well, and that's www.sadia-sindhu.com. Thanks, guys. Until next time, take care. Bye.